In the meantime, uh, and I've been railing about this, critical race theory in the public schools. Uh, we know what's going on in Springfield. We know what's going on in Columbia. It's going on all over the state, uh, to some degree at least. Patrick Ishmael has looked into this. Uh, he's on board to tell us about this uh, critical race theory hearing that took place earlier this week and some documents that he received from the Columbia Public Schools. Patrick, welcome. What do the documents tell you? Hey, Gary. Yeah, so the documents that I received from Columbia had to do with the grant that Columbia uh, has received for the 1619 project. And it is kind of what everyone sort of expects, that when you receive a grant, you're going to provide a service for the grantor, which is in, in this case is to teach the 1619 project. Uh, and reading from the memorandum of understanding that was uh, set out in April, and I think it was recently actually signed and, and accepted, um, it says that the teams, and in this case this is Columbia's team will develop standards aligned units that engage their students in the 1619 project uh, and other historical resources to strengthen connect connections to existing curricula and, and importantly it says at least two educators from each team will then implement units with at least two classes evaluate student outcomes and share their projects publicly with the Pulitzer Center which is the group that is actually issuing these grants and so what it affirms very clearly is that the 1619 project is absolutely in the classroom in Missouri. It's in the classroom in Columbia. It's in the classroom in Kansas City. Uh, it's in the classroom across the state. And then when you start talking about the more uh, you know associ- associated ideas of critical race theory more broadly, um, it is it is in classrooms in big cities, in small cities, in rural areas. Uh, Columbia, I, I think, is no exception, obviously. But I think people would be surprised at how widespread this ideology is getting into the classroom and, and really the ways that it's getting into the classroom. It's getting in through uh, the, the teaching that's being done with teachers uh, when it comes to diversity trainings. Um, we, we've seen pretty interesting stuff uh, in St. Louis, uh, what they're telling teachers about um, cycles of oppression uh, and, and oppressors. Uh, but, you know, th- this is something that uh, parents ultimately are going to be the ones that have to be most mindful of and get engaged uh, with these issues and make sure that uh, if these topics are going to be taught in this way, um, that they at least know about it. Because in a lot of cases, uh, you know, we've sent requests across the state, over 2,000 to schools, over 500 districts. A lot of districts don't want, really want to talk about it. Uh, and uh, so the, the burden is going to end up landing on parents to find out what uh, districts and schools are teaching their kids because I think if, if they're not uh, persistent, they won't find out. You, know, you really don't have a lot of choice, do you, Patrick? I mean, if you've got a kid in public school and they're teaching critical race theory, what do you tell the teacher? Don't teach this to my kid? I don't think that's going to happen. They're going to indoctrinate these kids with this crap no matter what you do unless you homeschool them, get them the hell out of there. Yeah, so I, I asked so like I said, I've, I've sent requests all over the state, and a lot of schools, and certainly not all schools, but a lot of schools will say that, no, we're not teaching this content. We're not teaching CRT or 1619 Project. And, you know, in, in my position, I, I kind of have to assume good faith that, that, that that's actually true. But it's not always true. And, and a great example of this is the St. Louis Public School District, uh, which has been very um, – 
difficult to deal with because I, I had asked them whether they were teaching the content. They said, we have no documents. First, they didn't respond at all. Then they said they didn't have any documents uh, and that they'd send them if they ever found them. And a month later, they hadn't sent any. And in that case, I had an insider. I, I knew what documents they had that were responsive to my request. I made it clear to them that I knew that they were teaching this stuff, that this stuff was uh, in the school. And then suddenly they discovered that they had some documents. So I don't know how often that is the case across Missouri where I've received, uh, you know, a, a message that says we're not teaching this. And in fact, they are. Um, but I suspect that St. Louis, the St. Louis Public School District isn't alone uh, in having adopted that approach. And, you know, I, if the, the, one of the problems here, you know, I, I think the critical race theory is divisive and, and very problematic for the long term prospects of the country. because It, it, it does divide up um, this this country, our communities, into you know oppressor and oppressed groups, um, and I don't think that's uh, long term sustainable. But at a bare minimum, I think that you have to have a sunshine law that has teeth in it. And if you have local governments that aren't afraid to violate the sunshine law, that there isn't a culture uh, of transparency within local and state government, um, you are going to have malfeasance. And we've talked about our uh, Show Me Checkbook project you know, over the last couple of years where we demanded you know, how local governments were spending money. Um, and this is along the same lines. You know, uh, Sun, sunlight is the best disinfectant. And if we're concerned about, you know, how cities and counties are spending money, what is being taught to our children, um, you need to have transparency. You need honesty from local government. And I think probably a majority of the time we do get honesty, but sometimes we don't. It, we, we got a, a bill from the Lee Summit School District. They wanted $35,000 a quarter uh, for their lesson plans. Uh, which meant it was going to be $140,000 for the full year to find out whether or not they were teaching critical race theory to kids in Lee Summit. Um, and, you know, Springfield has been a problem. Um, there are lots of ways that local governments and local districts try to get around the Sunshine Law. Sometimes they, uh, you know, they could say that they aren't doing something when they are, but they also could try to price people out under the Sunshine Law. That's one thing that I think needs to be reformed. The Sunshine Law needs to have some teeth because otherwise – and how will parents, how will taxpayers know uh, how uh, how government's spending their money? You just turned the radio on. Patrick Ishmael is with us from the Show Me Institute. We're talking about critical race theory. Uh, in May, in Wentzville, uh, the district claimed that it did not have critical race theory in their curriculum. But apparently, uh, they lied. Uh, there is evidence that they do, uh, and, and the... Uh, the faculty discussed it, examining ourselves, becoming an anti-racist educator. Uh, the classes were uh, July 5th through the 23rd. It's, yeah, it, I, I think that that's really common, actually. The, so most of the projects that we've done so far, so we have started a Show Me Curricula project. That's what all this data is kind of flowing into right now that we've requested from across the state. And... Uh, we haven't focused so much on uh, teacher trainings, diversity trainings, but a lot of the content that seeps into the classroom first seeps into what's being taught to teachers. And a great example of this is uh, Eagle College Prep in St. Louis, where as part of their diversity, equity, and inclusion training, um, they tell teachers that 
uh, white supremacy culture is ingrained in our institutions, that internalized racial superiority uh, is central to the white experience, that uncapped possibility uh, uh, is, is uh, possible uh, through hard work, uh, it can be earned through merit, and that, that you have cycles of oppression that take place. Uh, you know, you have oppressors and you have the oppressed. The, the, that, I think, is one of the, the, the big um uh, you know, next steps I think that we're going to take here because our primary focus so far has been on what is actually in the classroom. But I think obviously if teachers are being trained that, you know, white supremacy culture is ingrained in our institutions, um, that is almost certainly going to seep into the classroom over time, even if it's not obviously being described as critical race theory specifically. Um, Anti-racism is a a term that can be used a lot of different ways. Um, But I think a lot of times, uh, terms like that or, or, or whiteness um, are used as kind of a, a substitute for what critical race theory you know, uh, uh, pushes for or suggests. And, and what critical race theory really talks about is the idea that our institutions are fundamentally racist. And if you are you know, white, you could be explicitly racist or you could be simply racist by virtue of your skin color. Um, that, and and not, it doesn't just make pronouncements about whites. It makes pronouncements about all sorts of people based on their skin color, which is wrong. Um, th- this is something that I think, again, the, the burden is going to fall to parents. If parents care about these things, they're the ones that are going to have to be the ones engaged with their schools because, you know, there are so many schools and so many districts that no single organization, no single, you know, small group of people can can cover all that uh, in any sort of reasonable kind of way. Um, this is something that's going to have to be dealt with at the local level by taxpayers and by parents. Um, and they have to be persistent about it because there are a lot of schools and a lot of districts that don't want them to know what's being taught in the classroom, which I think is unconscionable. Do you have any idea, having read those documents uh, and, and exposed yourself to critical race theory, what they actually think they're going to accomplish? Because it, it seems to me pretty blatantly obvious that when you tell somebody, based on the color of your skin, you're either oppressed or an oppressor, that you are not going to get any kind of harmony down the road. What is, do they have a stated goal? What, what the hell is this all about? So I, I, so critical race theory is, is tied up in um, kind of the class warfare of Marxism. So I think when you get down to its core, that's kind of what you're looking at. It's kind of a Marxist ideology. Beyond that, I, you know, it depends on which uh, critical race theory advocate you're talking to. And I, I think that they can speak for themselves, you know, on an individual basis. But I think that, you know, sometimes it's about separatism. Sometimes it's about actually trying to undermine the capitalist system in the United States. Um, I, I, it, if everything is irredeemably racist, if the Constitution, for instance, which some critical race theory uh, uh, believers think is irredeemably racist and should be abolished or should otherwise be, you know, under mind by, and this has been proposed, a, a kind of parallel bureaucracy that establishes, you know, whether laws can be uh, put into uh, practice based off of whether this bureaucracy views them as uh, racist or not. Um, I, I think that it, it really depends on who you're talking to, but it's, it's not, not good for the long-term health of the country. I think that, you know, fundamentally, unless we have a diversity, equity, inclusion, you know, uh, instruction program that also ends in convergence, where we're not just talking about our differences, but talking about our shared endeavors. 
ever as a community or as a country. I don't think that it gets us to where we want to go locally as a state or nationally. So um, I think at, at its core, I, you know, you're talking about Marxism. I think that there are branches off from that of what they want to do practically today. But I think, you know, ultimately they want to undermine the institutions that we have and replace it with institutions that they control and have more power over. And, um, you know, it, it, it could always happen if uh, folks who are concerned about these issues take their eye off the ball. You got to watch them. Um I don't know what else to tell you. I've been railing about this uh, seemingly forever. Um, Get your kids the hell out is probably the best advice I can think of. Patrick Ishmael, thank you for being with us. Show Me Institute. Now, do you have a blog up about this? Yeah, we've been writing about this uh, for the last few months. If you go to showmeinstitute.org, you'll probably find a few of my pieces uh, on the front page. Um, but if you just uh, you know put critical race theory into the search bar, uh, you'll you'll pull up everything that we got. Sounds good, Patrick Ishmael. Thank you for being with us. Thanks, Gary. All right, take care.